up, throw it up. Watch it all fall out. Bow it up, bow it up. That's how we ball out. Throw it up, throw it up. Watch it all fall out. Bow it up, bow it up. That's how we ball out. Strip clubs and dollar bills. I still got my money. Two shots, gonna get a refill. Of course, of course. <laughs> okay. Episode. She's four. Yeah, it's got to be four. Yeah, it's got to be four. It's four. Yes. Yeah. It feels like we've been doing this for a minute, though. <laughs> I know, because all yeah. we do is chat. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. That Episode is all we do. four. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again. Behind the Stage Pod. Yes. Behind yes. the Stage Pod. We're back. Oh, man. All right. So. Jeez Louise. I don't know about you, but. I think I was just telling you a while ago. I need there to be I like more. The color of your oh, thanks. Down. You know what's crazy? Oh, oh gosh. So remember when I was at your house it was like two weeks ago and so forth, mm. and I needed to go get my nails done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there. Yeah. Hmm. I forgot the name, but I. They did a horrible job. Mm, I don't. Horrible yeah, I don't job. Like, like horrible. Like. I asked for shellac, the shellac that they gave me. You know how you have to put your hands underneath the UV yeah. light and so mm-hmm. on, right? So they painted it, put my hands underneath the UV light, and the UV was hot as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I took it out, and I was looking at my nails, and I'm just like, why is it like, it was like crinkling up. So every time they kept putting more, and I put it back under, and it kept crinkling up again. So I asked to speak to like a manager. So they were talking in their language and mm-hmm. so on. And then the girl was just like, oh, no, no, that's not, that's how it's supposed to be done. I'm like, I've been getting shellac done for years. Mm-hmm. This is not right. And, you know, the shellac lasted me for three days. Foolish. Three days. So today I went and got my nails done. And, yeah, it turned out great, which is you. fantastic. But I was saying that there needs to be more hours in the day. Oh my gosh. Because my goodness. And it's hot outside, which is great. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. But geez Louise, like (laughs) I'm exhausted. Like I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks for me too. Yeah. Um just yeah, like even when you were like, oh, do you have, like, juice? And I'm no. like, I don't know, because I'm never here. <laughs> well, we didn't, leave, we didn't leave really ask. We were like, how was your week? But, because, no. I mean, it seems like our week was busy. Yeah. Busy as hell. Just busy. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm still shopping um, for this new Netflix show, mm-hmm. and... It's just fast and furious. It's a it's a high school show, mm-hmm. but it's really gritty, like New York, Brooklyn, you know, kids. So, mm-hmm. and there's just like a lot of cast. Yeah. So, 
and everybody needs closets because this is like a pilot mm-hmm. um season basically yeah so everybody needs like 10,000 options and then school kids so you go to school every day mm-hmm. so every day you know every script day is a new costume which requires more and more shopping so you know with that and like still balancing stuff with the shows coming up mm-hmm. it's like rehearsals it's just like a busy time like yeah yeah it's a busy time most definitely for me it's well in retail it's a lot of sales right now so oh, yes, um, yes. It's sales and it's inventory so thank god i don't have to do inventory like oh my god i remember those di- those nights where like they usually do the inventory at night so we have to do an overnight yeah and really scanning things thank god i don't have to do that but like right now um there's been a hold on a lot of shipment coming into the stores so a lot of the product is on sale and it's been sold down so the shops are looking very like it's PC, mm-hmm. so I can't really do much, mm-hmm. and it's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much to do. And then um, I got a off-figure shoot that I did on Monday, which I had to do some returns. That took me from Oakville to Mississauga oh, to Yorkdale. Yeah. Like it was nuts. Great experience, nonetheless, but wild and just a few other projects that I'm working on as well and my raccoon story <laughs> oh gosh welcome to Zoolander <laughs> oh my goodness gracious so I don't know if any of you guys have been following my story on Instagram I did a story over the weekend about this friggin raccoon that has been taking over my backyard. <laughs> he is a tenant in my backyard, and um, him and I, him and I had a staring match on Saturday night, and um, yeah, he frightened the living daylights out of me. And they're so bossy too; like they're not afraid of you. Absolutely not. They are big and bold. Big, yes, and bold. And full on staring match, and I had. I remember I ran to the door with my shoe, then my shoe fell. You tried to outsmart them. Yes. <laughs> then my shoe fell, and I'm inside, and I'm like, okay, I need to get my shoe. Then he comes to my shoe and sniffs my shoe, then comes to the door and puts his paw on my door. I'm like, this is not happening. This is not happening. And then I'm thinking, okay, I got my shoe. He's still perched on the fence like a gargoyle, not moving, then he moves away, and then all of a sudden now, as I go get my mom today, and yeah, there he is, Mm-mm. chilling, so. That's his house. Yeah, so I heard my, I think my mom said, was it paprika? Or cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper. If you sprinkle a little cayenne pepper around there, it 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 makes them go away, so. We'll see. That's we'll the see deal how there. But yeah. In other news, less terrifying news, we are the champions. <laughs> Yo, son. Toronto Raptors. Are we dreaming? Am I dreaming? 20 
now teen, homie. Are we, are we, is this, like, are we in the Twilight Zone? Like, what's going on? Like, is this Wait, really we won the championship, fam? Like, it, it does not make oh any my gosh, sense. It's crazy. Remember where we were, like, what was it, Monday? Yeah. Yeah. The week, yeah. the week of, yes. the week of the championships, we were there. Mm-hmm. I think that game, game five, mm-hmm. they lost literally by one point. We we all lost our shit. It was just oh like a God. speechless, heartbreaking moment. Yes, but it was like you know, all of my American friends were hitting me up like, oh God, oh you guys almost had it, and I'm like, we're still in this, we're still, we're still in, in this. this. We, we got this. We, we just need one, one more. There's That's no it. way we're missing. We're we're losing another three games in a row it's not happening absolutely not oh and that went even though there was a lot of mix-up with the you know adding time back Mm -hmm. and all types like you couldn't really celebrate until it was official 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 but when i tell you like honestly like the feeling it was just surreal me and you were like on the phone yeah. i was like, screaming I, I swear there was a tear that one came of out my homegirls was bawling yeah. <laughs> like net's little sister was bawling yeah. like i water yeah because it's like yo you're witnessing it's like it's like looking at martin luther king like it, it literally <laughs> felt like like Obama being elected. Facts. <laughs> it felt like that again. Yo, I felt that way when freaking Fantasia won um, American. <laughs> Fantasia or Ruben Stutter. Yeah. Trust me. Yo, trust me. It was it that was just... sentiment, like yo, the I level like, of happiness oh and God. pride. Like it was just. Oh my Beautiful. God. Like I don't do Insta Live stories. I went on Insta Live and I was just like, oh my God. And I didn't even show my face. I just put the camera on the TV. I'm like, this is not happening. This is not happening. And then the parade in the city was oh wild. Like you just, you, I just haven't seen that many people like congregate in one space. I think they said ever. that it was the largest, um, like NBA championship parade. parade. Probably. Ever. Because like, we have the one team for our whole country. Yeah. Like, people got flewed out just to come and, and be a part of that, which I just thought was beautiful. Oh, my God. But, I mean, just... like, for me, like, and and I know you could definitely, I know we, like, shared, you know, thoughts on it, too. I just think, like, seeing this win yeah. in 2019, especially, like, while we are on our own journey, yeah. it's like, man, like, it's such a testament to mm-hmm. like, yo, never give up. Trust like, me. Trust the process. Like everything we we live by. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get you a good solid team yep. or people that you just trust mm-hmm. who will, you know, work hard on your behalf as well. And just it ain't course. over till it's over. Trust me. Like, like I, I was just, that's oh, why literally as soon as that happened, I just, all I could think and he actually post was hard work mother and pays off because yeah. it's like always it's always, always. like always. i just looked at Kyle Lowry's face and i'm like gosh oh like <laughs> and i know everybody oh and and here's the thing i know everybody including myself you know wants him to stay in Toronto wants him to stay but here's how i feel mm-hmm. 
if he decided to go elsewhere, mm-hmm. you couldn't even be mad. Trust me. Because this, this dude came and did his damn job. Yep. There is no more that he could do. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he came and did his whole job. Trust me. You know? And so you just have to, like, take whatever decision he makes with grace and just be like, you're still my dog. Like, at the end of the day, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just overall, just that energy. And I just I just love what, it's so powerful, like, what, um, what brings to, what brings people together, like, mm-hmm. this sort of, like, sportsmanship and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff, but definitely the bigger, the bigger message for me was, like, yo, because I, I often, like, refer to myself even as just, like, like an underdog. Of course. You know what I mean? The person who is going like the slow, steady route to this like very complex, mm-hmm. unknown journey, you know? Yes. But it's like, yo, there's something that keeps pulling me towards it every day and I just can't stop. Absolutely. So it's like when I see that, I'm like, yes, okay. That That's just beautiful. gives you that boost that you need. Yeah. You know, whenever you're feeling discouraged or. Or anything like that. So, like, shout out to the Raptors. Oh, my God. We are proud to be Canadian. Proud to be from this city. Like, Like, my mom was in Jamaica talking about it. Oh, yeah. Everybody in Jamaica was going nuts over it. So, like, Kawhi, I don't know, buddy. You're probably going to have to stay. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. But it was cool. All right. Okay. Okay, I have a question for you, a very serious question, uh-huh. and I need your honesty right now. Mm-hmm. When did you learn that you were a baddie? <laughs> wow. Gio McCoy at 35 is a baddie. My goodness. Is that what the young people Is that what, is the, that what the kids are saying these <laughs> The young people saying that? Are the kids? Because, you know, we're aunties. It so, even, like... It doesn't even sound correct coming from I know. Uh, wow, a baddie. Is baddie, is baddie B-A-D-D-I-E? Yup. Is that how it's spelled? Okay, yes. that's what the young kids... Okay, yep. that's how the young kids spell it. That's right. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. So, when did I know... When did I know... When did I feel that I was a baddie? Um... Well, hey, I've been a baddie all my life. Hey! Oh. Why do we say it at the same time? <laughs> I'm done. But anyways, oh yeah, I knew that I was confident and just a bad bish, B-I-S-H, mm-hmm. from the time I was a kid. Like, my parents Sex. instilled that in me from a young age age from me being the first everything first um child first grandchild first niece like they always put in my head that you know you're amazing you're beautiful you can do anything yeah and <laughs> shout out to the parents man Absolutely. because honestly like you know we have a lot of friends who are parents right now and even your sister being a new parent and stuff Mm -hmm. and and I observe a lot of like guys that I know who Mm -hmm. are parents right now and I just love like the outpour of like 
it really starts as a baby. Absolutely. Like, come here, princess. You're yes. beautiful. Da 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 da. Like, you know, you you watch Instagram and mm-hmm. you see these like these men reciting yes things to their daughters before they go off to school. Yeah, like man, I love it. I, I love it. Love um, it. My it dad, is so important. My dad was like that. Like I always said, like my dad is like the first man that I've ever loved like he's my first love of course my dad never really had much he doesn't really have much but the one thing that my dad has always pushed on me and my sister is this is how a man is supposed to treat you like every Friday and Monday my dad especially Fridays I would say it was McDonald's day (laughs) like McDonald's have it your way oh yes (laughs) McDonald's day and he was like order whatever you want so of course me and the fries and the McChicken my sister had a little happy meal even sometimes my dad's yachty West Indian accent he'd go up to like the intercom to order they don't understand a word he's saying he'd get ignorant at times that's that's another story but at the end of the day like just the whole thought of us coming home friday from school and knowing that like six or seven o'clock you're getting your we're getting mcdonald's like that's live that's so funny like just to interject real quick mcdonald's is placed such a role in my childhood (laughs) as well because i feel like it was the same thing for me like with my mom Mm -hmm. where and my chest was so high. I was oh, so greedy from a long time. I never ate Happy Meals, eh? I had big people meals. Absolutely. Like, I remember the Arch Deluxe. Did you ever eat the Arch Deluxe? At, I don't think I was so. literally like a kid kid. Yeah. Anyways, it was a big people burger. <laughs> but it was like seasoned. It was so good. It felt mad like, like, mm, steak. But then yes. check it out, check it out. They They also did this meal where it was like, the adult Happy Meal, so it okay. came with a lottery ticket and like a what? chocolate bar. <laughs> a lottery no, I ticket. Got, yeah, what was I doing with that? And then, at McDonald's. Yes, girl. This this was long time, like long time ago. They did that, what? or like a scratch and win, or something a like McDonald's. Yes, it was the adult Happy Meal. So okay. I'd always get that with a side of six nuggets. Like my side oh, so of you... my side of six nuggets was mandatory. My mom knew. Okay. All right, so you <laughs> so greedy. <laughs> that is so you have gotten from time. You oh, were long da- time. Wow, long time. <laughs> no, but, but those little things, <laughs> but those yeah, little things were huge. Like, huge, huge, and huge. then as me and my sister got a little older, like when I'm talking about older, I'm talking about like I got te- I was like ten, <laughs> and my sister was what like seven or eight years old. We're just like you. So it's like all right, cool, McDonald's, yeah, for lunch. So he started, oh gosh, don't even get me started on like, what do you call it? Like when he would um, buy us lunch and I felt so alive because I didn't like having like cook food in my thermos and so Mm -hmm. forth. Or when my mom would make me lunch. That's another story because I used to hide sandwiches, but that's a whole other story. But (laughs) yeah, because I wanted, I wanted like big time food. I was obsessed with McDonald's. So my dad knew this and he wouldn't say anything that he was going to bring me lunch. He just, my mom would like pack a little lunch for me and whatever. And then sometimes my dad would like roll up and <laughs> they'd call me on the beach. <laughs> it was your bad life. I felt so live. They're like, 
can Janelle McCoy please come to the office? And everybody's looking at me. And I'm like just you're like, in trouble? Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I know what's up. So I go, and then my dad be there with the lunch, and I feel so happy. And I'm like, bye, dad. He was just like, all right, cool. He goes. Then I come, and everybody was just like, yo, what did you get? What did you get? Can I have a fry? Yo, I hated yeah. that. Can I have a fry? fry? Yo, I hated those kids. Trust me. Like, all the time. No. And then you're in the, you're in the de- at the desk, and everybody's coming around you and so forth, and you're there trying to eat the fry. Yo, con- yeah, that's when the confidence really. So the confidence started with McDonald's. Oh yeah, McDonald's, and then moved up to Red Lobster. Like yes, levels. Yes, levels. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. But those little things instilled from instilled parents. Yeah, from, from like from my mom to my dad, those were huge things yeah, yeah, for yeah. us, and also showed me how a man is supposed to treat you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just the just the cater to you aspect, Absolutely. right? Not really and by the McDonald's, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know we're like joking around, but mm-hmm. but on a serious note, like confidence to me is such a big conversation. Absolutely, um, especially especially now, mm-hmm. you know, and just when I think about it in my own life. Um, career-wise, mm-hmm. you know, even as it relates to relationships. Yes. Like, there's just so many layers that I kind of think it's interesting for us to kind of, like, explore today, you Absolutely. know? Like, Absolutely. Especially with confidence in careers, because we're mm-hmm. both in industries that, like, let's be real, it's very up and down. There's no type of stability whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So having that confidence, knowing your craft and being confident when for you, when you go on stage or you go on an audition yeah. and so on, knowing that, yeah, I'm in front of you guys. You guys need me as that lead role. Mm-hmm. Like, people see that when I'm doing visuals in merchandising and so forth. And I'm talking to a manager and I'm like, okay, I feel like this product should go here because it will sell the most. Or even when we do um, styling or costume buying or whatever it may be, and we're going to a director and be like, okay, this would look great on an actor Mm -hmm. and so on. And really pushing your idea on them. That's all confidence. That's confidence as well. Yeah, for sure. You go there uh, half-ass. And you're like, mm, I'm not too sure if this would work, but I just got it just because I feel like it would work. No, you go in there and you command. Yes, that that's true, yeah. and and it's so interesting because definitely, you know, me as an actress, and even just both of our industries. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. once you are in the creative world, mm-hmm. if real realistically, even in the corporate world, absolutely, like people judge you based on what you look like even mm-hmm. before you open your mouth mm-hmm. you know what i mean how are you put together all of that kind of stuff i remember mm-hmm. you um talking about i think it's a few years ago where you were you might have been working for a company doing um their visuals and it was kind of like a yorkville mm-hmm. uppity sort of company yes and I don't know if you were concerned or they were concerned about you having natural hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. like, going into these spaces with, Mm -hmm. like, Bantu knots and whatever the case may be, right? Mm -hmm. And it's funny that you say, like, for about uh, confidence as it relates to um, even my day job as a a buyer and, Mm -hmm. and, 
because it's true and I never really considered that like when I'm shopping for a actor um you know we're given sort of like a guideline we read the script we know what's happening you know so if it says like Jenny woke up Mm -hmm. in the morning and went to get you know coffee from the kitchen Mm -hmm. I can assume that she's in some form of like night clothes or whatever unless like she partied the night before and she woke up in her party clothes like it will say that in the script yeah so when we're going out and shopping we kind of get like a variety of 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 options Mm -hmm. for this character based on their storyline and you really do have to like be confident when you're approaching the designer. Be like, hey, like, oh, she's this type of woman. I think I can picture her doing this or, or wearing this. She runs an art gallery in New York. Yeah. Okay, it's going to be different from the stay-at-home mom in Kansas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you really have to, like, have that confidence in presenting um, your ideas. Absolutely. And it allows people to have confidence in you. Like, yeah. oh, I know you know what you're doing. Yeah, go ahead. And worry. I love that. Like, mm-hmm. I I am a buyer, you know, in the film industry. And people, some people hate it. Mm-hmm. Hate the idea of having that level of pressure on them mm-hmm. or being on the road all day and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But for me, it's like, I love to have the freedom. I've sort of established myself in my union where it's like people have the confidence in me mm-hmm. to be like, okay, Shrona knows what she's doing. Yeah. So they kind of, we have a little powwow in the morning mm-hmm. and then I'm gone. Exactly. It's just like you with visuals. Like you go in when you want, mm-hmm. you do the thing and you're out because mm-hmm. people have that confidence in you because we have it in ourselves Abs- as it relates to our job. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it goes definitely a very, very long way. And it's funny you say about the corporate world because like, yeah, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You always have to exude the confidence or people are not just going to take you're not going to take you seriously yeah you'll just fall just fall behind so and confidence to me is like it's a vibe it's an aura like it's a thing that is more unspoken Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um but yeah i just kind of want to like go back to what you said even about me as an actress like going into a room and Mm -hmm. i think like when i first started auditioning professionally Mm -hmm. yo i had like the most anxiety Mm -hmm. because it's such a high stakes environment you know what i mean you might go into an audition and the producer director is right there sometimes they'll send their representatives but if you're going on like the callback or whatever they will be there kind Mm -hmm. of thing and you know you'll get your redirect so you might rehearse and practice it one way Mm -hmm. but then you go into a room and they want you to do it a whole different way right so you have to be very quick on your feet very fluid so in the beginning i used to get like anxiety about that Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god like i have a very um like high-pitched voice naturally Mm -hmm. and when i was training um doing some acting courses at armstrong i remember like learning the difference between like my head voice okay and like my diaphragm voice Mm -hmm. right um lord jeez do i speak for my diaphragm um yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i think so but i think like when i was nervous and stuff so the teacher Mm -hmm. would always be like you know you're using your head voice so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like 
up here and I'm not really breathing and I'm kind of nervous, but I'm really just trying to sound natural. Okay. Like that's like your head voice. So it's just a higher Got tone. It. And, and really it's all about breathing, mm-hmm. right? So whereas when you're more grounded, when you're more calm Mm -hmm. you're able to breathe as you are talking so actors we have a tendency just out of nerves to hold your breath while you're delivering lines so Hmm. one of the things that is always taught is to make sure you're breathing yeah make sure you're breathing like literally breathing um so anyway with all that said it's like i i know in my earlier stages of auditioning i would not breathe and yeah, wow. I know. And and then that was using my head voice, right? Okay. So I would just, you can just hear the nerves mm-hmm. because of the pressure in the room. But then like, I went to this acting class like a few years ago and this um, acting coach said to me, it just kind of really changed my perspective. And since that day, like everything just kind of changed for me. He was like, Never go into a room with desperation. And desperation Mm. is also an aura that you can feel. Absolutely. Right? Never go in there thinking that they want you to mess up Mm -hmm. or you're not good enough. Listen, Mm -hmm. you being in that room means you already knocked out like a hundred other people out of the competition. Absolutely. Right? So now it might be down to you and 20 people, 10 Mm -hmm. people. And then if you get that call back... Now it's down to like you and one or two other Mm -hmm. people. So you've already won. But instead of going in with this sort of like, I need the job, I need the job, let me just do a good job because I need the job. Go in with the attitude of, you guys have asked me to be here. This is my interpretation of what you've asked for. Mm -hmm. This is just me being in this particular moment. Mm -hmm. You know, in this particular scenario. Mm -hmm. This is how me Sharona would would interpret this yeah here you go enjoy this two minutes that I'm about to give you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and honestly like when I really like learned that it was like okay like now I go to auditions like this yeah and it's so easy for me because I just know that I'm just going to be present in the moment Mm -hmm. and and then it's done yeah you know no that's an interesting concept because even for interviews and so on because i like audition is basically like an interview Mm -hmm. but i know even for a lot of um employers they see that when a potential candidate will come in Mm -hmm. and feel like like they'll have the desperation on them i was one of those people last year where i was scrounging to find a job. I probably went on maybe 30 or 40 interviews last year, which was like back to back to back to yes, back to back yes. from Skype interviews to in-person interviews to telephone interviews. And even though the person didn't see me, um, like if it was a telephone interview, they'd sense the desperation. Maybe it's like a trembling of my voice. Maybe if I'm repeating myself and so forth. Those little things got, they catch them pretty quick. And I find that's what screws a lot of, um, a lot of people up because they feel like, okay, I need this job. I need the, I need this job because I need the money and so forth. And everybody is here and I'm over here. And like, they just get in their head a lot. So the whole idea of the whole breathing and just relaxing and just knowing that you got a call for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And 
like you said, with interviews and employers, like they get resumes all the time. Oh yeah, constantly. Um, I know even when I go on LinkedIn and whenever I you know, what a, last year when I was applying for different positions, um, LinkedIn has a um, a service, paid service where whenever you apply, it actually shows how many people actually applied mm. as well too. Yeah, there's a little tip. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a little tip Um, I love LinkedIn it's amazing and um, yeah it actually shows how many people applied and where you rank with that yeah it's really really intense because they base it off of your resume and so forth so sometimes it gets a little intimidating when you see how many people actually applied for this one and where you job. rank versus them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's where the confidence comes into play, knowing that when you get that call, like you got to give it your all. Yeah. Don't act desperate. Yeah. But definitely give it your all and tell, show them that, yeah, you need me on your team. Yeah. And be okay with not getting the call back. Right. Those rejection Story letters of my life. can bring <laughs> down that confidence. Trust me. Like, wow. And it's just a. Sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah. Just the, like, a mindset change. Like, Mm -hmm. I really had to become my own, like, biggest cheerleader. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But when I go for an audition and I don't get the role, it's kind of like, okay, God has something bigger and better in store for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, that wasn't the thing for me. Yeah. Like, you know, and you kind of just have to... Change your perspective. As hard else, as it may be. Uh, yeah, or else it will really, like, damage you. Oh, Emotionally. Most, most That definitely. rejection, that reject, that constant, like, yeah. you know. And then being in a creative space, I know for myself, um, in when I used to work in retail, well, when I was on a team and so forth in retail doing visuals, we all have different opinions and so forth. And... Sometimes you have this amazing idea and you're just like, yeah, 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 it's going to work, it's going to work. And then your boss or whoever comes up with something better. And that is a huge blow yeah. on your self-esteem. De- most definitely, for sure. Yeah. Which brings me to um, a question I have for you. Um, is there a time where you don't necessarily feel like a baddie? um yeah of course yeah do you have your non-baddie days (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah i feel like everybody does people are just not open about it um it's interesting because lately like over the past few years i like i know i think we were talking about this off not on the pod but we were just saying no Yeah, you mentioned this in the last episode um, about resilience Mm -hmm. and that type of thing. And and just kind of like going for things, like no matter what. And I feel like I I was having this like reflective moment a while back and I was like, man, I feel like I was so fearless. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, in high school, in college, uh-huh. like I, my confidence was just to the roof, to the roof. Mm-hmm. And I think that's even how you and I connected when we met in college. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, oh, here's this like cool, fashionable girl. Yep. 
oh, you know, oh, okay, let's link, let's be cool, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But just throughout high school, pretty much my whole life, really, Mm -hmm. you know, people always, like, put me in this mind of, like, oh, Shrona's fearless Mm because this is how she dresses and she dyes her hair all these colors and she'll cut it all up and she'll do this and and she'll wear this and she'll wear that, like, as for both of us, as Mm -hmm. it relates to fashion, that's always, like, the thing. Mm -hmm. But then it's, like... That has not changed. Like, Mm -hmm. that's still who I am. But definitely, over the past, like, maybe four years, Mm -hmm. I want to say, for one reason or another, like, I've definitely gone through these sort of, like, dips in my confidence, you know? And like you said, you know, our career choices are very, um, they're risky because there's no, like, guarantee, mm-hmm. you know? So there, I've definitely had that time. I'm not in that place anymore, but I've definitely been in that place of, like, yo, am I doing the right thing? Oh, like, absolutely. is this what I'm supposed to do? Like, why hasn't this worked out yet? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you hear the stories of, like, oh, it took 20 years to blow up overnight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, well, what year am I in now? Exactly. You know what I mean? Because it feels like 20. But, um... Yeah, definitely. And even, it's so funny because, like, even things like when I was younger, guy, I could eat a whole pizza Mm -hmm. and wear belly skin and go out in the next hour and be okay. Can I do that now? (laughs) No, ma'am. Yeah, you stay at the gym. (laughs) I stay at the gym because I stay in the kitchen, too. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, even that was a transition for me Mm -hmm. just because, like, I grew up being, like, super slim, Mm -hmm. not having to worry or consider, like, unwanted weight gain, Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Um, When I was in college, I was um, on birth control. Mm -hmm. So that um, makes you gain weight, too. Uh, Ladies, I know you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and then (laughs) also... The person I was dating at that time, we both loved food. Wow. We both loved to go out, fam. So we would, like, drive, go out of t- Like, we'd hear about a bomb restaurant that yeah. was, like, three hours away, and we were there. Absolutely. And it wasn't just order a one thing. It was, like, I want to try this. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. I want to try that. But, you know, you're in your relationship, and you're feeling good, and it's just you and that person, and... You know what I mean? And then you don't really realize that. It's not like, I'm not saying like I blew up and got all of of hand. Not at all. But it's like the weight just kind of creeps up. Yeah. I feel like people talk, they talk about that a lot when they get into relations. Yeah. That that, love weight. That love weight. That comfort weight. 100%. Mm -hmm. So I definitely experienced that. And, um... For me, it was never, like, a bad thing Mm -hmm. because it's, like, I'm totally fine with, like, my body. But I 100% have to um, maintain because I know how easy it could go left. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because my metabolism is not as fast as it was before. Mm -hmm. I'm holding on to size now. You know what I mean? Um, And also just, of course, there's that part of you where... As an actor, I know, like, when they say the camera adds 10 pounds, mm-hmm. that's not a myth. That's just it's real. True. You know what I mean? So with that being said, that's something I also have to consider, too. Um, 
So every time I go to the gym, mm-hmm. I always say, oh, yeah, going to the gym, getting red carpet ready. Like, yeah. that's how I refer to it. You know what I mean? And even at the gym, as I'm motivating myself, I play tricks. Like, I play, like, games with myself. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, okay, one more set and you're winning the Oscar. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how bad Both do you want out. it? Like, listen, that is my self-motivation. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm at the gym, if I'm not listening to a podcast... I'm listening to like sermons. Yeah. Like I listen to like Sarah Jakes, you know, Torre, all of them at the gym. Absolutely. And that's like my hype motivation music that that's like my confidence booster. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be I, I try I'm very big on like atmosphere mm-hmm. and and curating an atmosphere that is uh healthy and 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 not like counterproductive to to where I'm trying to go and where I see myself. So what I listen to becomes even more important. Mm-hmm. Um, who I'm around, who I share my space with, well, who you are around. Yeah. Oh yes. And all of that to me relates to confidence. Like mm-hmm. relates back to confidence. No, I totally agree. That one, that that thing you just said, who you're around. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that is huge. Most definitely. For me, um, I have my moments of highs and lows when it comes on to confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last year was a really low part for me. Um, even the last four to five, four to five years mm-hmm. was rough, mainly because I was in this point where I love doing visuals, but I was just like, okay, do I do the speaking thing? Do I go back into the styling thing? And let's be real, like we're all on social media and so forth. I think that really comes into play for a lot of people. I never really, or I acted like I didn't know, oh, why does that person feel that way when they go online and so forth? And they put all these ideas in in their heads and whatever, whatever. I didn't want to be that person. But that social media, that Instagram will have you feeling ways about yourself mm-hmm. especially when you see people who are in the exact same industry as you and they maybe did this in they did this career maybe in six six months and right. already they're right. like a manager or like in your case did an audition once yeah and, and got the, the big the big role absolutely yeah, yeah that, absolutely that kills your confidence and you yeah. start to question yourself what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. What steps did I... What did I miss mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if I lived in New York. There was a time where I was literally... Last year, I was going to go on a plane and go to LA. Like, I was just going to leave yeah. and just move to LA. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I was just seeing everybody out there. Mm-hmm. And I felt that that was the new move because I lived in New York already. It was cool. I have some connects in LA. And I'm just like, I'm just going to go out there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I ain't making no money. How am I going to go out there? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how am I going to pay for my ticket? And so forth. <laughs> like, I just wanted to leave my environment and start fresh. Yeah. Because of what I saw online. And I had to step away from social media for a bit. And really just evaluate myself. And get back into the confidence mode. Um, going back to my parents... Last year, they were one of my biggest supporters, even you, um, just messaging me and letting me know that, yep, yeah, it's fine. Don't even worry. Like, 
that job that you just that you went for you thought it was yours it's totally fine there's another one coming those things really help create a great atmosphere for me yeah because when you're constantly in your head thinking that the head is a scary place oh absolutely when you're constantly (laughs) in your head thinking that there's no way out this is it this is your life you are nothing everybody's leaving you you ain't gonna make no money you're just gonna be this like the stuff that was going through my head yeah was hell but when that's i think all of those trials and tribulations pushed me to start my own thing yes and to research yes spending time with myself was rough but it also made me think a lot and research a lot because you know i'm research queen yes yes i researched everything in regard to visual merchandising not necessarily working for a store but even just having your own company subcontracting and so forth that pushed me all the different options exactly yeah. and really made me think outside the box not the quote-unquote normal way to do visuals so yeah, that was a huge low yeah. for me it's in terms of confidence, for sure. And people would say, I get DMs all the time asking yeah. me, oh, like, people are just blatant and be like, how are you so confident? How are you so, fo- yeah, I get that question yeah. a lot too. How are you so confident? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. I and get that question When I'm candid on too. social media and I talk about my low days, they were just like, wow, it's really nice to know that you go through those low days too. Yeah. I'm just like, guys. I'm not a superhero. <laughs> like, I do bleed. Yeah. I have my moments when I cry. There are times where I'm not even fashionably confident. I can tell you times where I'm literally, I put on an outfit. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, I go outside and I'm just like, Oh no! Yeah, but oh yeah, me too, <laughs> girl. Trust me, there are things in my closet that still have tags on them yeah. from like five, six years ago, easily. Mm-hmm. Because when I put them on, I'm just like, nah, my yeah. body's not ready yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then every summer, I'm like, hey, this is the year. This is I'm it. gonna. This is pull it. Pull this out. Yep. You know what I mean. And then it's just, it just didn't happen. Absolutely. So one hundred percent. One thing I wanted to. Um, double back on what you said was being in that low place Mm -hmm. confidence wise as it relates to your career Mm -hmm. pushed you to start your own thing Mm -hmm. once again you know my favorite saying hashtag fubu baby for us by us and that to me was also like um i also had a similar experience with the whole like um chp like crossfit Mm -hmm. house productions like when we sit down and we just say to ourselves you know what like let's create roles for ourselves absolutely you know what i mean like i put out um like a short film that i wrote and produced um like a a week or two ago Mm -hmm. and you know i'm always writing people don't even know that about me you know what i mean that i have scripts for days you know Mm -hmm. but that was the first time that i was like okay here is a piece of me like that I'm just putting out there mm-hmm. and I specifically made my like casted myself. Yeah. You know, I I could have cast anybody. But I was like, no, this is for me. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm I wanna explore this role. Mm-hmm. I wanna explore this story. You know what I mean? And um it's interesting, like 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 I said, like being in your head mm-hmm. is a very scary place to be, but it's also 
super empowering absolutely if you know how to like navigate your own head absolutely right i think that's so key because it's like yo it it could they say like an idol's mind idol mind is the devil's playground right but it's like if you can truly become a master of your thoughts you can master yourself oh yeah most definitely and getting in your head it's like again i bring on the social media thing or just media in general because like i'm about to be real open here there was a time where i actually wanted my nose done Mm. and there was also a time where i actually wanted to get my ass done Mm. um I'm a I'm a skinny girl. Mm-hmm. I got I'm getting a little curvy mm-hmm. <laughs> over the last few years. I think it's just more mature weight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to fill out more, which is great. Mm-hmm. But my metabolism is very very fast. Like I'll eat eat, and I'm not much of a big eater. But yeah. when I do eat, like when I yeah. when we were in Jamaica, I was eating everything because yes, it's yes, what I yes, love. Yes. But like overall, I'll have like two or three meals a day just because I just I just feel full. And, um, there were times where, um, like, they look at my sister. And my sister, when she moved to Dubai and came back, she plumped up. Yeah, yeah. Like, got the body and everything of that nature. Because she was eating so much bread out there. And, um, different people would be like, oh my god, um, Leanne, you shape so nice and whatever, mm. whatever. Jinya, you need to put on more weight. Yes, yes. And people don't realize yes. that there is like, skinny girls get body shame too. Yes, like, yes. that's a real yes. thing. Yes, like, yes. absolutely. Because right now we're at an age where curvy girls are in. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, because I'm so top heavy and so forth, especially even getting bras, mm-hmm. it's difficult because my back is so small. Mm-hmm. So they think because you have big breasts, you have a large back. Mm-hmm. So for me, a lot of the times when back in the day, now that I actually have found a place to get my bras, but before I had to tie my bras yes, yes. or even get my aunt to sew them just mm-hmm. so it fits mm-hmm. properly. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a real, real thing. So when you constantly hear, oh, you need to put on weight, you need to put on weight, you need to put mm-hmm. on weight constantly, mm-hmm. that really killed my self-esteem yeah. I was just like I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just like yo maybe if I eat more yeah why okay maybe if I take these shakes mm. and so forth I'll put on more weight yeah but I'm just like you know what it's fine yeah like I'm of just course. comfortable with who I am yeah. even with the whole nose thing like my mom has a straight nose yeah my sister has a straight nose my dad however his nose is a little broad yeah. if you look on his side of the family the same thing and like family members, this was when I was a little younger in my teens. Yeah. Like they'd be like, "Oh, you have your daddy's nose and so yeah, on." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Wow, guys!" I got like, that too. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. Like, <laughs> what if I got a nose job? Just like a little thing here, yeah. maybe. And they say it out of joke. They're not trying to like really hurt you. Hurt feeling. you, but they but don't that know. stuff yeah. really does yeah. hurt, Absolutely. especially when image is part of my brand. Like I'm yeah. in fashion. Yeah. People look at me face value all the time. As a visual merchandiser, they look at what I wear. Even though I'm not necessarily styling anybody, styling anybody I'm styling mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, they, they look at those things and how I put colors together and yeah. so forth. And 
yeah it's a huge 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 thing yeah for sure. huge thing it's funny that you talk about like surgeons because the reality is i mean it's it's the norm of our mm-hmm. society right now yeah you know like um, I have nothing against surgery, whatever. And I was even having a conversation about, um, like, not Botox, but, like, fillers mm-hmm. for, like, face wrinkles. Oh, God, been like, there. That like was another thing, too. Forehead. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like, I'm like, yo, like, and I have, like, like laugh lines, mm-hmm. right? And, and, like, by my mouth area. Yeah. So I watch like a lot of YouTube girls who do makeup and stuff mm-hmm. and I see like like how do you kind of like prevent those like creases from showing or whatever and I would see that they would like um like you know when you like contour your face and you like bake it and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So they would put like setting powder around the mouth area. Interesting. Um to kind of just hold it in place. Yeah. The makeup in place so that, you know, as their your day goes by and you're smiling and so it, it's just something that it's nothing that shows up in my photos or anything like yeah. that. But it's something that I notice like mm-hmm just daily as I'm like looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, hmm, it's going to be an issue later on, you know, and and I've had the conversations of like, oh, well, maybe if I get a little filler, Mm -hmm. nothing too crazy because your face is very like, you know, but then I also know that like surgery and procedures and that are are quite addictive too because you see the results, you love them and Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Maybe if I got a little one, two Mm -hmm. here and if I got a little nip tuck here and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's a very like real, um, real thought process, real insecurity. Absolutely. Um, you know, real concern, absolutely, and, and, yeah, like, you know, and, and then, so, hearing you, because I remember you kind of saying that to me in Mm -hmm. the, like, a little while ago, yeah, um, just about, like, the skinny girl shaming and that kind of thing, and then for me, it's like, I'm, I'm on the other side Mm -hmm. of, like, being slim my whole life, gaining weight, and it's kind of like, how you grown so much weight? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Where, it, like, where I have to, like, watch it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that it's not, it doesn't become an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for the first time in my life, I have to pay attention to, like, the silhouettes that I wear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I even wear to auditions. That kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it weight sometimes relates to um age range yes on camera you know um so i might get cast or not cast based on so here i am in the gym in the gym Mm -hmm. but then like the other day i just had an audition that wanted women who were about you know a size seven to nine Mm -hmm. because you would be looking like you're pregnant they would give you like a fake belly but they kind of wanted you to have a little bit of size on you and of course my agent my agent's a g she sends me to to anything Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that i can possibly be you know because the one thing about auditions you can always change their mind yeah they give a general idea of what they think they're looking for but once you come in the room it's like actually no that's what we want yeah so i really appreciate that but in those moments it's like yo here i am working in the gym and now you guys want like somebody who was like me maybe about two months ago. thank you right um so yeah man it's a lot but you know yeah even with the co-confidence yeah like trust me the body thing is huge that's why i did my nude shoot 
Yes. That's one of the reasons why I did my nude shoot. Like, shout out to Jude Anthony that, like, I, we wanted to work together for so long. And I'm like, all right, Jude, I have this idea, but I want to do nude. He was like, all right, we're doing it. And I'm like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, we're doing it for sure. No problem. But, um, yeah, when I did the shoot, it was so, like, the freedom that I felt was... Like, there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing like that. It was the most... Liberating. Liberating feeling yeah. ever. Like, from the back side, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, I have a question for you mm-hmm. as it relates to confidence. I know we talked about career and body image and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know... So I was thinking about this for my own life too, but have you ever had confidence issues in relationships? Like with men, you know, whether... I know you mentioned, like, your dad instilled from a young age, like, hey, mm. this is how men are supposed to treat you, so you kind of walked into your dealings with men on huh. that level. But, like, yeah. in relationships, were you ever, like, you know, felt or have ever been made to feel any kind of way yeah i mean even for me now um or even last year when um i wasn't really feeling myself i would go on certain dates and feel very self-conscious because Mm. i wasn't working okay and even though women look for men that have a little bit more money and just have their things together like the whole idea about the man taking care of a woman yeah that's just that's The notion we have yeah yeah or society it's instilled in us yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but i've always had that whole thing where i was just like i want to also bring something to the table absolutely i don't want to be that we are millennial women yeah yeah i don't want to be that woman that is just like yeah here i am this is take care of me take care of me i'll just get i'll just breed the babies and that's it no i like to have my own thing like always going on so when i go on these dates and so on and like they would ask questions like oh what do you do for work i'm like oh i'm a freelancer and so forth it's even though i was confident saying it i still felt ways mm-hmm. even though i the, the whole idea about even with me living with my mom yeah like i feel a way about that mm. guys don't care but yeah. i care yes it's yes, a huge yes. thing for and me it, that is so interesting mm-hmm. because i had that thought as well mm-hmm. you know that like a few, like when I was a bit younger and stuff, but like you know, my friends were like moving out mm-hmm. and owning prop. Mind you, just because you live at home does not mean you don't own property. Oh, so that's number one. That is huge. But yeah. well, you know, <laughs> we'll just talk about that later. But but it's only in I feel like our like black culture. Mm-hmm. That, that that living at home in your 30s or whatever the case may be is seen as so, like, wrong or Absolutely. so... Or, like, why are you still... Because the reality is the Asians do it. Oh, my... The Indians do it. They, like, you know what I mean? They bind together. Oh, yeah. Live in... Like, our neighbors, 
Um, I think they're from the Philippines. There's at least 20 of them. Oh, living yeah, they'll there. have a community in their home. But they also own Absolutely. at least three other properties in this complex. Absolutely. And I rate that. Yeah. And then I just think about, like, my personal... My, me and my mom are best friends. It's mm-hmm. just us. Mm-hmm. We both work around the clock. You know what I mean? We both have significant space. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, why... I said to myself personally, I know, like, you had a bit of a different experience like Mm -hmm. that which led you to like go and get your place on your own and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and the circumstances led you back home but for me I always said I'm never gonna leave to pay somebody else's rent yeah you know what I mean I'm going to invest in the property that I own Mm -hmm. you know that is owned by my family and invest in other properties absolutely no absolutely and don't be fooled like i was talking to a real estate agent um a few weeks ago i was styling for styling her for a television show and um she turned to me this was i think it was actually my birthday yeah it was april 16th and my birthday was the next day and she was just like how do you feel turning 35 and i'm like you know i'm okay like i feel really good about myself but i just wish i was living like by myself and she's just like how many people live in your house and i was like two she's like who (laughs) she's i was like my mom and myself she's like in a what bedroom like how many bedrooms like three she's like (laughs) and she looked at me like i was crazy she's just like why do you care yeah she's like janelle she's like i do luxury homes like you will be shocked at how many people i know that are in bad marriages mm-hmm. or bad relationships and will go and buy a house just for clout. Mm. Like, she she was like, don't be fooled by all these, like, the Jamaicans, the Italians, the Indians, and so forth, that you see, like, all happy-go-lucky and so forth. And some of these people make great money, but with what's going on in Toronto right now like it is hard to get a place it's really really difficult she's just like so many people are out here saying they live in a single home and they have like three or four people with them like they have a roommate or also like my whole thing kind of like a rule of thumb for my life is like you know, stress and things are going to come based Mm -hmm. on life circumstance, Mm -hmm. but I'm never just going to volunteer for it. Yeah. Like, I am not going to put myself in ample debt and stress Mm -hmm. just to say that I have a condo on Lakeshore or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, like, especially if I'm renting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Nah, like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. It's cool. You know what I mean? And it's not like me, like, just like how you're a mom and you are best friend. Same thing with my mom. Mm -hmm. And I, my schedules, like, our schedules are so, like, all over the place. Me and my mom text. Yes. Because we're like, are you home? Yeah. Like, you know. Trust me. Trust me. We hardly see each other. We really see each other on weekends and maybe in the morning and evening. Exactly. Make sure she was like, are you good? All right, cool. Everything. And keep it moving. So there's really no need to stress yeah but i totally understand like because you know going back to um the relationship or the the relationship thing or Mm -hmm. just dating the dating game and and not being able to say oh yeah i have my place or whatever the case i can totally see how that um is a bit of a like a confidence dig at time or how it was at one time absolutely um for sure for me um 
I don't think personally that I've ever like that my confidence has ever kind of dipped as it relates to relationships just mm-hmm. because like the the people that I've ever been connected to um for the most part <laughs> honestly just like loved me off like mm-hmm. you know what I mean and they were very they were very uh, vocal mm-hmm. about it like you know what I mean like yeah, like, mm-hmm. I love everything about you, mm-hmm. your bomb, your da-da-da, which is great. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm not apologizing for that. Um, but I think at the end of the day, whether their sentiments stayed high or low, it was always, like, me and myself. Absolutely. Like, um, I'm the shit, regardless. Mm-hmm. So, goodbye, sir. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of always have that approach. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to men, I guess, um... But yeah, I think yeah, when it as it relates to confidence, my biggest um hills and valleys always came through uh personal mm-hmm. and career stuff for sure. No, most definitely. And yeah, let's be real though. When it comes on to confidence, there is a huge difference between confidence and arrogance. Yes. Like we need to really stress that because yeah. <laughs> there's there's blurred lines between yeah. that. Like I've met some very confident people and then I've met some really arrogant, cocky, nasty people. Who where, say they're just confident. Oh yeah, they're, that's their excuse. Oh, I'm just confident. Yeah. No, you're there's not. There's a difference. No, you're not. Like, no. You Con- literally act like your shit don't stink. Yeah. And that, we, I, that doesn't... No. no. Confidence needs to be clothed in humility. Mm-hmm. It need Because here's the thing. On the flip side, mm-hmm. I find a lack of confidence unattractive yeah. as well. You know what I mean? Where you're kind of just down on yourself all the time mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, like, allow your gift to make room for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, own it. Like, you know what I mean? And it takes people time to mm-hmm. get to that place, but it's that sweet spot. Yeah. That is not arrogant, right? But not like lackluster confidence. Oh, <laughs> like, most you know? definitely. And I think that's even when, um, going back maybe to relationships, when I'm... I approach guys. Like, it's nothing for me to do. I yeah. made my first chop at 16. Chop! <laughs> oh, my God. I made my first chop at I 16. I haven't heard that word Yeah, because so I chopped him at 16 you at No Frills. chop? <laughs> I chopped no him at 16 frills. at No Frills, right by, I think it was Mark and Was he Rhoda. working at Nerf? Yes, no he was. Frills? Yes, he was. So and were you trying to get... And you know him. That's the joke. You know him. Oh, wow. <laughs> chopped him right at Markham and Eglinton. <laughs> And my mom was with me, and I was looking at it. My mom was just like, what are you doing? So you did the mom-daughter combo? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I dropped him there, and he was shocked. I remember I went to the car, and I was like, Mom, I want to go get his number. She was like, then go on then. (laughs) And I remember I was so scared, and I went up to him. I don't even remember my game. I don't even remember the line, but I was just like, hey, you know. Like what do you, I don't even remember what I said, but I was just like, oh, you know, I find you really cute and so forth. So here's my number, and he was just like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I find you really cute and da da da, and I gave him my number, and yeah, he called me the next like when I got home, and he was just like, I actually am shocked that 
a woman that looks like you would come to me and i was just like well i was like i want i i wanted you like i liked you and I was not going to try to leave without giving you my yes. number. And I saw you working. You're not going to come to me. So I'm going to come to you. And yes. Assess the situation. Yes, absolutely. So even when I go on dates and meet guys and stuff, that's the first thing they notice. And first thing they say is like, you're so confident. Yes. And it's not an arrogance. Yeah. It's a confidence. Even yeah. the fact like me telling them like, yeah, I live at home and whatever. Yeah. Even though deep down I know that mm-hmm. I feel ways about it. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, they don't care yeah. because the fact, like, they know that I'm working on other things. Yeah. I'm doing me and so forth. They'll go on my social media and whatever and see me out here really working. Yeah. And I exude confidence wherever I go. Yeah. So, yeah, never arrogance. I feel like there was maybe when I was younger, my mom and sister will say that, yeah, there were certain times where I was a bit arrogant yeah 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 where they had to like, i feel like both of me. us like <laughs> suffered with that like mean girl syndrome when mm-hmm. we were younger yeah where it's like not even being a mean girl but coming off as a mean girl yeah. by default yeah and even just in toronto like especially when you're younger especially when you're in your those real years of like figuring out who you are mm-hmm. like teenage early 20s you kind of have your girl click yeah and every other girl is an enemy for some reason oh yeah you guys gotta size each other up oh let's not talk about grade nine you know what i mean like (laughs) all of that but now as whole grown-ass women like who has time for that Mm -hmm. like i see somebody winning i see a woman who looks beautiful i see somebody who who looks amazing or who is just doing amazing things it is a no-brainer for me to reach out and be like yes sis i see you like i love that you know what i mean um but that i think definitely comes with maturity obviously um for most because for most that's true some people don't grow out of that (laughs) yeah that's fact some people do not grow past the petty Mm -hmm. um and and we know that too but um yeah like yeah, the arrogance thing, not cute at all. No. Not cute at all. I, I was going to say something, but I can't remember, but that's okay. <laughs> it just flew by right past. Yeah. But, I mean, we touched on a lot of great things in regards to confidence and arrogance, um, relationships, and even the body image. Like, I feel like that would hit home for a lot of people, especially myself. Like, I know that was a huge, huge, huge thing for sure. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. Okay, we're back. (laughs) So, as everyone knows by now, you guys got the drift by now. We do a segment here called Stage Stage Whisperer. Whisperer. (laughs) We didn't plan that. Nope. We didn't plan (laughs) that at all. Um, So, basically, you know, we just play um, a bit of one of our past conversations on WhatsApp and just kind of like unpack it a little. Where were we at mentally, <laughs> emotionally, physically, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. Jinyao. <laughs> I'm nervous. You should be. Oh, Lord. So, I sent you a voice note, a few voice notes. Um, how long ago was this? This was last year, February. So this is 2018, February 2018, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm just going to play a, a piece of, of one and then a piece of another. 
Um, because it's Oof. one conversation, and I just want you to just guess where you were in life, who <laughs> the hell we were talking about. Oh God, I'm scared. Because this was just blew my mind when I listened to this <laughs> a year later. All right, hold on. He's a sad old oh girl. He a keeper. Oh hey, 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 hey. So yes, you guys will get along fantastic. Ooh. He's a sad. Oh my gosh. We need to like have a double date and then I need to like take him That's and have so a walk annoying. so I can like talk to my sad brother in law. Who was like, I dating? This is awesome. Who are you dating? He's even better now, girl. You got a good one. You Oh, oh okay, God. that's oh that part. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, he's a winner right now. I hope nothing's wrong with him. Like, Who the hell is a winner? You tell me. I hope he doesn't have, like, you know? Anyway, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> but, yeah, he sounds all the way proper. Yo, why do you sound so excited? What do you have to lose? But don't come off like a groupie. Like, you have to be strategic. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. DM etiquette. Mortified. Oh, my gosh. No. The real gag is, upon really digging into the conversation. Oh, my God. Do you remember who you were talking about? I'm as that... As that voice note was playing, I was trying to think, okay, where was I back then? Who was I dating? <laughs> who, who was a Satch? Like, who was I dating? Like, I'm going to give you one hint. Wakanda forever. I... <laughs> Yo, I rec- we, I'm starting to remember this conference. We were talking about Chadwick, fam. What? Chadwick Boseman acting like that was babe for real. Am mortified. <laughs> Did we see sliding in the DM? Why Are was we- I? Why? Somehow you discovered he was a Sag. You discovered he went to Howard. Oh my god! You did like, dude. You did research, and then you yeah. said you 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 mentioned him being on the Breakfast Club, and you were like, "Yes, my baby is teaching people stuff." Let me tell you something. This is what happens. This is what happens when you're home by yourself. Oh my god! And you're looking for jobs, but. You're you're still confident, like absolutely. You still you still feel like you listen. Can get I was ready for my double date yeah. with my side brother. Still felt like I can get Chadwick Boseman, and why I, not? And hey, why not? Hey, I'm in a better position now, baby. So <laughs> hey, hey, Chadwick. <laughs> wow, I was really gonna slide in this man's DM. Oh my god, Ugh. what would you have said? Well, I wasn't going to come off as a groupie. Right. That's I, It would have had to one. be, like, you know how I am. Have you ever slid in a DM before? I have. Really? Not into a celebrity DM. Just like an average yeah, just a normal person. Yeah, just a normal, yeah, yes. A guy from out of town? or Yes. 
Mm. Yes, definitely out of town. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, I'm so square. Is it? (laughs) Is it like the same? Is it kind of the same energy as just the online dating? Yeah, so it's like normal. Same thing. Like if Mm. I'm seeing that he that he's like liking my pictures or whatever. Mm. Like I've had dudes do that. Like numerous times where they're like 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 like, like they'll just go all the way back and they've like, been oh, okay. going they've been looking yeah, 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 yeah. so I'll just send them a little message and so on and start the conversation so i'm not afraid to do it but with chadwick i'd have to come correct yes. for sure i was right agent. there ready i was like you're doing this for us girl <laughs> Like, you know, I'm that friend. <laughs> then I was doing research, of course, and I was like, okay, I think he's in a relationship. But I'm not too sure, but is he? Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, so. yes, yes. Damn. So you had to fall back. Yeah, but, but the you confidence know, was there. The confidence was there, girl. <laughs> the confidence was there, and I was here for it, too. But when I listen to that, I'm like, yo, we're really trying to think, who you were dating at that time. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> that's my... <laughs> that is horrible. Here I am trying to think, who was a Sag? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hilarious. <laughs> so this is a segment that we call Off Figure, where we're creating interest to our careers. Mm-hmm. So, Sharona, what is your Off Figure tip? Well... I think because I am in full swing with um, the play, A Little Black Lie, Mm -hmm. shameless plug, (laughs) Toronto, July 25th to the 28th, Uh, the Tarragon Theater. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, because we're in full swing with that, I'll speak on character development, which is also your hashtag. My personal hashtag. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Everything mm-hmm. in life is character development. <laughs> Get into it, honey. Um, yeah, I think what I mean by that specifically as it relates to theater is, and even film, of course, but... I find with theater, I find with with film, you're given a lot more guidelines in terms of the type of person your character is, what their background is, all that kind of stuff. In a two-hour film, you're you are able to explore. Even in a in a TV series, you're able to explore a lot more. Um, a lot more sides to the character you know what I mean like you have the ability to go into the character's past you have ability to see into their future like just based on the medium right mm-hmm. whereas with stage you have to tell as complex of a story in a shorter time and just right there in front of everybody mm-hmm. in that moment so and you don't have the bells and whistles of like um you know camera tricks and angles and all that kind of stuff so anyway with that being said as an actor it's really important to i find it very helpful to build as much of a life for my character as i can Mm -hmm. especially if the script doesn't 
do that for me. You know what I mean? If the script is just, you know, where I'm at right now, Mm -hmm. it's like I decide. And, And the more specific you can get, you will find that you really become that character. Like, you really um, begin to breathe real life into who that person is. So, for example, the character that I play in Little Black Light, um, her name is Stacy. Mm-hmm. We know um, just from what the show tells us, Stacy used to be a stripper, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Um, but with that being said, I said, okay, well, what was my name when I was a dancer? Yeah. You know what I mean? What was the club called? What was my favorite outfit to wear at that time? What was, you know, the drink that I needed to drink before I started work? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is an exercise that I do um, anytime I'm given a character. And it could be even... The shortest thing, like I've 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 done a lot of commercials, right? Yeah. That's kind of um, the beginning of my film career, TV and film careers, commercials, and even with the one-liners, sometimes I have no lines. I'll still make those decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not specific of my age, I decide how old I am. Mm-hmm. What do I do for work? What did I eat for breakfast today? You know. Um, and just doing that sort of character development work, it gives you just more to work with and it gives your your scene partners more to work with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even it helps with how you deliver certain lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for example, going back to my character Stacy in Black Lie, um, because it's the most current thing that I'm working on, it's like, Based on the fact that I used to be a dancer, um, I had to be very confident in that space. Does that mean that I'm confident in my everyday life now? You know what I mean? Um, How do I respond to disrespect? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's just different things that I make decisions on. One thing my acting coaches always say is, like, don't ever not make a decision. Mm-hmm. Make a decision, whatever it is, because there's no, like, right or wrong. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of like a true testament to just life itself. True. You know what I mean? I I, I, I don't like being, and I, I aim to never be that, that, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to do, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, type of person in life. Just indecisive and not less mad annoying to me. Yeah, they're always in that gray area. Yeah, I'm not into that. So, yeah. Hashtag character development. Take your time. Do your homework. Don't just rely on the lines to just give everything the character needs. Decide. You know what I mean? Did you... Did you break your leg when you were when you were 12? And has that caused you to now walk with a limp? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, character wise. And so, so yeah, that's my off figure. And as well, too. as you were saying, I, you kept saying, did I, was I a stripper and so on. I was just like, wait a minute, is this Stacy talking for a second? Right. It kind of just threw me yeah. off. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. is Shrona talking. Yeah, yeah. So there's that character development for sure. I know, and I didn't even realize that I was doing that. Yeah, you were saying just, I a lot. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, because you really have to internalize. 
Yeah. Like, you really have to become it. Like, even just doing stuff with the cast, it's like, you know, I'm doing costumes, I'm helping to direct, I'm producing, all that kind of stuff. But when I get into Stacy mode, mm-hmm. er, like, everyone knows, just call me Stacy. It's like a real thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps up episode four. We're on a roll. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Like, we've been getting messages and texts and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just, just, um, with a lot of your feedback. Yeah, and it's just, it makes us so happy to know that you guys really appreciate everything that we're saying and, um, yeah like it's just it's just awesome to think that this was a year and a half in the making yeah and conversations should we should we not what should we do a whole leap of whatsapp conversations (laughs) and um yeah we're really grateful and even i just keep reiterating like just to myself and to people who ask me like yo just our dynamic janelle like you are you know um have a lot more experience with just being candid and open mm-hmm. and stuff like you know everyone knows you like you know on your what on your Instagram and stuff like that and for me I'm like the opposite mm-hmm. you know on that medium so it's like to be here and it's like oh hello open book Sharona yes. it's like oh okay yeah that last episode was I, nuts I guess I can do this you yeah. know but um and that's weird too. Eh? I mean, like, I'm an actress and I'm on stage and I'm doing this, but it's like, just me and my everyday life is mm-hmm. like, nah, we're good family, <laughs> like you know. But but that I'm super thankful for this um, for this podcast for sure. Yeah, and it's just it's just gonna it's just gonna keep getting better and better and better. But obviously, we want to hear from all of yeah, you. Yeah, we want to hear from you guys. So slide in our DMs at behind the stage. Um, that's behind the T H A stage on Instagram and um, behind the stage at gmail com. Yeah, hit us up. We won't reveal your identity if you wanna like you know. Yes. Beyond a low low. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a rule of thumb. I'm not gonna be like, so Tanisha from Scarborough. Yeah. None said not. Nah, no, no, no. Like that at all. Totally anonymous. Totally anonymous. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious, like you know, like just what people would want to ask or have to say or yeah. anything. <laughs> so hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. And lastly. Obviously, we end with a quote. Let's go, Raptors! <laughs> <laughs> Says the whole of Toronto. We made it. We won. We got a ring. Hey. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
the same team. Giving you respect, I expect the same thing. All black everything, nigga, you know my fresh. Code.